0: Log Talk Radio. to the show. I am Minister Ginger London. As you know, we're doing a series on Gotta Get Myself Together, a, a radio series, and we're doing 25 shows, uh, helping you to get yourself together for this year. And on today, we're doing a special motivational uh, show. It's going to be two shows in one, shows um, uh, three and four. And uh, we're going to be focusing on or the topic today is going to be on uh, the power of your focus or uh, it's going to be the, the, the exact title of it is, you know, the, the power of your focus. And we're going to be talking about how to actually focus on what it is that you want to focus on this year and how to stay focused on um, on that. And so I'm going to give you the scripture that we're going to use. We're going to use Philippians chapter three. And we're going to actually uh, use verses 13 and 14. And it reads, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before me. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And so that's going to be our scripture uh, for today. And and that's the the scripture that we're going to stay focused on. But I want you to prepare yourself, get some notes, uh, notepaper, uh, ink pen and a pad so that you can take notes. Um, It's going to be a short show on today, but we are going to do parts one and two. So we're going to do both. we to take a little uh, short uh, 60 second break halfway through, and then we'll come back uh, in and uh, finish it up. So let's open up with prayer and we're going to get right into the power of focus. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. I bless your name, O oh God, and I honor you. On today, as we uh, learn about the power of focus, I pray that there's, if there are any scales that are covering our eyes, that are keeping us from seeing the vision and the purpose that you have ordained for our lives, I pray that the scales will be removed now. Holy Spirit, become the great teacher. I, incre- I decrease as you increase. I pray that every word that I speak will be on assignment, and every hear that hear the, hears the words that I speak will also be on assignment. To not just be hearers, but be doers of it as well. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. And so we're going to start off uh, by giving you a definition of one of the definitions that I have found uh, for focus that I really like, and you may like it as well, and that is the ability to stay on track with the plan of God for your life staying consistently faithful, and functioning according to the purpose without being distracted. And I'll say it again. It is the ability to stay on focus without, um, uh, let me say it again, the ability to stay on track with the plan of God for your life, staying consistently faithful, functioning according to purpose, without being distracted, and that is a key thing for focus. The power of focus is not becoming distracted. Sometimes we get involved with so much in our lives and uh, so much uh, involved with so many different things uh, with different people in our lives, whether they're family members, coworkers, friends, um, you know, acquaintances relationships of of different kinds, and we get caught up into all of the activities and um, situations and circumstances and issues of life that are going on in all these different aspects of our lives that sometimes we lose focus um, towards our life purpose or our assignment. Maybe it's business, ministry. Um, It could be just becoming a better person. Whatever God's assignment is for your life this year, the key thing is to be able to function according to that purpose without being distracted distractions will get you off purpose and will get you off focus okay and so you have to be able to function in your life's purpose or assignment without being distracted in any in any way and so you know when you think about uh being focused you think about performance you think about accomplishing your goals achieving your goals so you, when you think about doing all of that, what is your peak performance for this year? What, when you think about focus, you know, what do you think about when you hear the term peak performance? You know, what's my peak performance for this year? What's the highest level of performance that I need to be functioning at so that I, when I get to the end of this year, I will be able to say that I stayed on track? that I was focused, that there was power in my focus or behind my focus, that it was intentional. It was may at times be intense. And like I said throughout this Got to Get Myself Together challenge in these radio series, this challenge is um, intentional, but it's also intense. So when you're getting yourself together like we normally do at the top of the year or the beginning of a new year, you want to make a commitment that my peak performance I'm going to commit that my peak performance, it will be me functioning at the very best that I can function at, according to the purpose of God on my life, without distraction, without being distracted in any way, any form or any shape. And so when you think about peak performance, you know, in the natural, you might think about um, an uh, Olympic athlete uh, that's uh, giving a gold medal performance, you know, they're at the very best. You know, they're training the very best. But when they get out there at the Olympics, they do their best. And why? Because they want that gold medal. So when they get ready to do whatever it is that they do, they're going to do it for gold, gold medal performance. And that's what you want. When you're accomplishing your goals this year, when you're getting yourself together uh, now at the beginning of this new year, when you do that, you want to do it at your peak performance level. You want to do it at a gold medal level. Performance, rather. And so then, you know, when you think about it uh, in the natural, again, maybe you're thinking about uh, it from a business perspective. And so, you know, if you're t- thinking about it from a business perspective, you want to be able to close that million dollar uh, deal this year. You want to be able to close. You may start off with closing 20, 30, $40,000 deals. But as the year goes on, when you are performing at your peak level, you want to to be able to say I stayed so focused this year in business that when I got to the end of this year I closed that million dollar deal or I made that million dollars or whatever dollar amount it is for you that would be uh, an achievement for you because maybe it's not a million dollars maybe it's getting to six figures so you want to be able to perform at a level that will actually make it happen for you and if it's your life it's getting your life together, pulling, uh, becoming a better person, getting rid of some um, garbage out of your life, learning to forgive, you know, renewing your mind, you know, uh, finding something good to put your hands to do. If it's your life, you want to be able to um, uh, say that you live an authentic life, full of personal power, full of godly righteousness. So whatever that is uh, for you, as it's getting, uh, as it relates to getting your life together, then. Whatever that performance level is, that peak performance, whatever you need to do to say, hey, I got the gold medal this year. I learned to forgive. It's not, you know, I um, don't hold grudges. I'm not bitter. I'm not angry. I don't, I'm not easily angered anymore. You want to be able to function so that when you get to the end of this year, or even before the end of this year, you can see your authentic, created, created self coming forth. And your life changing, your mindset changing, your thinking change, changing, you want to be able to say that, you know, um, be able to do that, you know, it's, it's, um, whatever you focus on, that is what you're going to master. So would it surprise you to know that, you know, what you choose to focus on and your level of mastery over how you focus are at the heart of your peak performance this year in any area of your life? So whatever you whatever you focus on, that's what you're going to master. So if you have areas that you are committing to this year and you say, I want uh, success in these areas, I want uh, to see uh, things uh, improve or be better uh, in this area, then you're going to have to master how to do that. So when people, uh, when an athlete goes to uh, the Olympics, they didn't start training the day before they took the trip to the Olympics. They were training years before the Olympics. You know the Olympics. What every four years the Winter Olympics, every two years I think. Well, they're training from the last Olympics and they're training to get to their peak performance because when I, if I get, uh, um, if I make it to the the U.S. team, when I get to wherever the Olympics are being held, I need to be able to perform at gold gold medal level. And so whatever you focus on that's what you're going to master. so if you're going to focus on committing to, if you're going to commit to your goals, focus on your goals, if you want to achieve them, you're going to have to master some uh, skills and techniques and strategies on how to make it happen, and you have to learn how to do that. We don't just know how to do certain things, certain things we must learn. so there has to be a shift in your habits uh, in the habits of your uh, of thinking about uh, the significance of your task and how often you need to accomplish um, uh, the goals to get you to where you want to be. So there has to be a shift in your thinking. Purpose is the touchstone of any accomplishment, large or small. So when you are getting yourself together, purpose should be in the forefront, and then there has to be a shift in your mindset because your habits need to change. If you're going to accomplish your goals, you're going to focus the right way, if you're going to put power behind your focus, then you will have to develop some habits. And one of the habits that needs to change or you need to discipline yourself in is your habits of thinking. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Whatever you're thinking at that, thinking that's what you're going to do. And so you really have to master that. You know, focusing uh, is a skill that you, you can learn and improve. And once you learn it, you can use it in every area of your life. Uh, it doesn 't matter what area you're trying to improve on once you fo- once you learn how to focus um, you can use it in any area of your life and i 'm going to give you some uh, nuggets here to help you understand what i 'm saying if you have, usually people get to the top of the year and they want to uh accomplish certain goals you know they write them down it 's in their heads wherever they uh, have them they know what they are or they 're figuring them out and it's really good when you're doing it initially, but once the, um, the excitement of the new year wears off um, and you now have to begin to take steps to make it happen, sometimes people lose courage or they lose heart, you know, they become weary in well-doing. And sometimes they become weary before they even start doing well. You know, before they take the first step, they become weary. So focus for you this year is going to have to be like a muscle. And uh, any muscle that you want to keep firm, you know, where it has the strength behind it, you have to work that muscle. Okay, if you want to keep it uh, uh, in shape where you can actually use that muscle and you can benefit from the muscle being there, you have to actually – uh, it's, you have to actually uh, keep it um shape. You have to strengthen it. You have to work it, rather, so that it can become stronger. So it's the same thing with different areas of our life. Courage, when it's unused, becomes, will become weaker. So don't become uh, discouraged. Don't lose courage. Be strong, as the scripture tells us in Joshua, and of good courage. You can make this happen this year. You can make whatever God has purposed for your life, you can make it happen. So courage, when it is unused, becomes weaker determination when it's unused gets smaller you may have you may start off this year fully determined but when you unused, when you when your determination becomes unused your your determination becomes smaller and the smaller it becomes the less determined you become to pursue the goal or to pursue the passion or uh, your business or ministry whatever it is passion when it is unexpressed it gets smaller okay it works better the more you use it, the more courageous you become, the more determined you become, uh, the more passionate you become. The more you use these areas of your life, the more you uh, strengthen it. It becomes like a muscle. You become excited, and the more you pursue the steps to reach your goals. So I'm going to give you some strategies for this first part. This first part of this uh, segment, and I want to talk to you about the strategies that you need to use to actually um, get focused and um, this year for your life so that you can accomplish more. There's a great, I'll back up and say that's a well-known author. I think he's a great author, uh, John Maxwell. He does a lot of things in leadership. Um, and so for those of you who may have heard of him and uh, have some of his material, you know, he's a great writer. He's also a great teacher in the body of Christ and his, uh, his purpose over the last several years, many years, has been towards leadership. But there's something that he challenged us to do um, um, in some of his writings, and I'm going to share that with you. He challenges us all to decide if we want to be in the driver's seat or the passenger seat as you navigate through your lives or through your life, you know, which, one, which, which place do you want to be? You want to be in the driver's seat, or do you want to be in the passenger seat as you navigate through your life? So it doesn't matter what navigation while you're on. Do you want to drive, or do you want to be in the passenger seat? You know, it could be in ministry. It could be in business. If it's, if it's an assignment that's a part of your life, what area do you want to be sitting at in the car? <laughs> what, what position, rather, do you want to be seated in in the car? In the driver's seat? Or in the passenger seat, you know. So if you could go anywhere, where would you like to go? So, but not necessarily in terms of a vacation, but in terms of your life. You know, if you answer, you, you, your answer uh, to that question doesn't have to be um, uh, determined by whether or not you are successful. You, uh, you know, uh, you just have to see the journey. Where would you like to go? You know, where would you like to, to be? The choice is entirely up to you. Okay. sometimes, you know, um, we receive a calling from God on our lives or we know what our assignment is from God and we, we leave it right there. We say God has called me to do such and such. My assignment is to do such and such. And we never visualize ourselves actually there. So that's where where would you like to go? If you go anywhere and if it's I like to go to the place that God said my calling is then that's the destination that you have to focus on and that's where your goals and your uh, aspirations and your determination and your courage and your energy has to be navigated toward that destination that journey that's where you have to play uh, you have to put that you know um, it, it has to become uh, your focus has to become a source of power that pushes you to your destination, and your destination is your calling, your assignment, or whatever goals, are, uh, uh, goals that God gave you for this year. Those will be your destination for this year. You know, sometimes, God, you know, well, he'll show us the big picture, but we have steps that we have to take to get to the big picture. So you may be on, for this year, it may just be a step toward the big picture that you need to have to, that you may need to focus on. It may not be uh, getting uh, completely to the big picture just yet. It depends on where, you're, where you are in the journey. For some of us, it's more than, it, it'll be more than just one step because we are matured and we are farther along in our assignments in the earth than some people are. And so our destination is the next level. And so whatever those steps are that God is telling us to take to get to the next level, sometimes for us, just a launching out will get us to the next level. But to maintain that level, we have to take steps in order to function on that level, stay there, and to accomplish what is required on the next level. And so for some people, it's just getting started. For some people, it's moving a little bit closer to the big picture. And then for some people, it's actually taking that step, that leap of faith to the next level and then functioning on that level. I had a friend of mine to um, send me a text message uh, to tell me, you know, that you are behind schedule a prophet is in the uh in the body of Christ you are behind schedule that's what the prophet spoke to my life so for some of you you're behind schedule so for you your destination is next level it's a right now move it's a it's a it's a time at the beginning of this year that you have to consecrate yourself and make a commitment to God to move immediately to the next level and that immediate move will open doors for you to begin to walk out steps and uh, strategies to stay on that level, to perform at your peak, peak performance level, to maintain that level until it's time to go to the next level. God has to redeem the time for some of us. And it's a, in a, it will be an immediate right now focus that will launch you uh, probably within the next 30 days or so to the next level. And everything that you do this year has to be um, activities and strategies that are on that level so if you've been putting off writing a book and god is redeeming the time for you well your next level is that level is you immediately have to start writing it's no more procrastination no more dragging your feet no more putting it off when you take that leap of faith your pen should be moving well, if you've already written it and you just haven't had it published the next thing for you is to call the publisher and get locked into a contract or however you're going to do it, so that you can actually function on the level you're supposed to be at, on that level. So you have to know what the outcome is. So the outcome is going to be, I need to finish the book this year, period. Not even this year, because that's too much time. If you have procrastinated in writing a book or getting it published, then your next level is, I need to put pen to paper, I need to contact publisher. Self-publish or however you're going to do it, and you need to make a commitment, put your money down, and make it happen, period. If the next level for you in ministry is, you know, I've been procrastinating. I I should have started a church. I should have started a Bible study. I should have started um, a parachurch ministry of some sort. Then the next level for you is to actually make it happen. It's not think about it, not write it down. It already should be written down. If you're procrastinating, you should do it. Launch your first Bible study, even if it's in your home with four or five people. Do your first teaching. You need to do what you need to do if you are a next-level person. If, that's, if your focus, the power of your focus should be to launch you to next-level movement, then you need to do that. The power of your focus means to get you started in what you're supposed to be doing, then that's what you need to do. So you have to know the outcome. You have to give yourself Get yourself uh, to take action by deciding to do so, and that's what I just talked about. You have to decide to do it, period. Just do it. You know, we know that there's a, what is it, Nike has that just do it slogan, and we repeat it all the time. But do we do it? Do we just do it? And in most cases, people don't. So if you're trying to get yourself together this year, Take on that slogan for your life. Just do it. Whatever it is that you're supposed to do, just do it. If it's, if it's buying resources to help you get going, just do it. Do it. Stop making excuses about why you're not doing it, why you didn't do it. Just do it. All right. And so let's talk about um, what you need to do. Uh, to get started. I don't want to use the term, get started, getting yourself together. Okay. Let's talk about, you know, the power of your focus. Your focus is in your mind. I know we, you know, when we talk about focus, we talk about your mind. Where do you have your mind? Your thinking, where's your mindset at, um, When you're focusing on something. So when we talk about focus, I want to talk about mindset, you know, looking into your mind, what's going on up here? You're going to get yourself together, whatever you you have to remember, whatever you focus on at any time is what becomes most real to you. So if you focus on pain, that's going to become most real to you at that moment. So in order to, to change your life or, or anything in it, you have to decide to, to, uh, exact, you have to decide exactly what you want to change, and you have to take action to change it. And you can't make that decision outside of your mind. So your mindset has to align itself to the decision that you want to make. So if you want to make changes in your life, your mindset has to align to making the decision to make changes. And so, you know, we all have dreams. We all have things that we wish were different in our lives, you know. Um, but usually if um, uh, obstacle, obstacles come up, challenges come up, you know, we put all those dreams aside. And, and what happens when you put them on the side, it has a tendency, you have a tendency to forget um, exactly that you have the power to make those dreams happen because you focused on the wrong thing. And so when when you think about Um, the power of your focus and getting yourself together. Imagine driving down a country road on a clear sunny day. You know, then suddenly there's a semi or a big truck crosses into the center line and it's heading right at you. Your heart is pounding, your adrenaline is rushing, and you react. Okay? Will you avert disaster? Maybe, maybe not. But in the moment, your life depends on where you focus. So you can have a truck coming towards you head on and you're focusing on on what birds you saw flying in the air because you would you would definitely have uh, devastation at that point. So you know what, uh, if you if research it, you'll find that uh, professional driving instructors will tell us that what people usually do in emergency situations is, is to stay focused on the object that they're trying to avoid. But when you're driving, where your eyes and minds are focused is most often is where you will steer. So if you're focused on the truck that's coming your way uh, in the situation that I, the example I gave you, uh, you will likely to steer right into it. But the route is to safely uh, to t- safely take is to focus on where you want to go. And that's out of the, the aim or, or the, the, the collision of the truck, you know, so you have to be quick about it and you have to steer your car away from the object, which is the truck that's coming directly at you. And so that's just an example, you know, and you might have to hit something else, but you won't have a head on collision. Okay, so it, you, you, what does that have to do with your passion, your purpose in life? You know, it has a great deal. The example that I just gave you has to do, uh, the summation or the outcome of that, is, of that is this. Your life depends on where your focus is. So focusing on what you don't want steers you to more of that. In other words, if you're focused on what you don't want, if you focus on that, that's what you're going to um, going to be steered toward, okay? I don't want to get hit by the truck, but if I focus my car in the same direction that the truck is, is uh, the head-on truck, the truck who's coming head-on to me, if I keep driving head-on into the truck, I'm going to hit the truck. So I don't want to hit the truck. I want something else. So I'm going to focus on the something else that I want, not what I don't want, which is hitting head-on collision with the truck, okay? So don't focus on what you don't. The skill is to learn is to focus on what it is that you actually want to accomplish. You know, what? what is it that you actually want to accomplish in life? And that is what you want uh, to focus on. So, again, it's a skill that you have to learn. And sometimes what happens is when we're focusing on uh, what we don't want, we end up feeling stuck, we feel um, uh, dissatisfied, we become dis uh we become uh, confused at times we become unhappy about what we're focusing on and the reason why that is is because it's not what we want, okay, so we have to ask ourselves, am I really focused on um, what I really want to see happen in my life and sometimes the answer to that question is no and what and if we look back over it. You know, well, you know what, that's why I didn't really uh, meet my goals last year, because I was focused on something that I really didn't want. Uh, I see I say it um, um, a little differently. Uh, I if you've listened to a couple of other shows in the past, I would focus on somebody else's. Uh, vision, their dream, their goals. It looked good, sounded good, the whole nine yards. And I said, great idea. You should really do that. And I found myself because of the gift that I have uh, becoming enmeshed in somebody else's um, vision and goal. And I was doing the work and it wasn't mine. It's not something you know, I want that for you, but it's not what I want for myself because it's not what I'm assigned to do. And so what happens is I find myself getting things that I didn't want. And that's, you know, and that was your dream, and vision, or goal. And so that's not, where, um, that's, where I'm not, that's not where I need to focus this year. And for you, it's the same thing. If you've been focusing on something other than what um, you were supposed to focus on, then now you have to shift. It goes back to what I said. Everything has to shift now because that's not what you should do. So before we take a little break, I'm going to give you um, a couple of uh, pointers about um, focus. And um, have you um, uh, write these down and then we'll take a short break and we'll come back and talk a little bit more about the power of focus. And I said this already, but you can write it down. Number one, focus determines mastery. You know, um, anything that you focus on, anything that keeps your attention, your attention is going to master you. So if you want to master your goals this year, your focus will have to determine what you master. Focus on your goals. I said Press press toward the mark of the high calling, and those are the goals that you set for this year. So your focus determines your mastery. So if you're going to um, progress towards the completion of your assignment, it's going to require every thought, every uh, cent, meaning money, every hour of your life. Whatever God has purposed for you to do, uh, if it takes, uh, whatever it takes, and and God will reveal that to you, then your focus will determine, will have to, um, uh, uh, your focus will have to Be uh, steered toward that, and you're going to have to master what it takes to get it done. So if it takes um, um, thinking, your thought, like I told you on another show, you have to increase your learning, then you have to master the information that you need to make it happen. If it means read a book, you read the book. If it means taking a class, take the class. If it means um, uh, reading articles on it, read them. If it means research on the Internet, research it. Whatever it takes. So if any thought that it takes, uh, any knowledge that you need, then you have to master that. If it takes money, master your finances so that you can uh, allocate to your dream, that vision, that goal, whatever dollar amount that God said, whatever it takes, you got to master those finances. Every and, and you have to master um, the hour of your life. That okay? So set aside the time that it takes. Remember I told you uh, on another show, get you a planner. Get one that is attractive to you. You know, don't just go out and buy one of those, you know, well, okay, it's $2. I'll get this one. Get one that is Specifically for your dreams, your visions, your goals, your assignment this year, but you buy one that is attractive to you so that when you start writing and planning and working things out to get to where you need to be, you're excited about it. Get, a, get the writing instrument that you need so that you can stay um, excited about what God wants to do this year. You can buy nice writing instruments everywhere now. You know, at one time you could only get them at certain, like, um, office supply stores, you know. But you can get cross ink pens just about anywhere now. You can find them at office supply stores. You can also find them at uh, specialty stores. You can find them at gift shops, you know, almost anywhere. You know, get you a nice writing instrument, a nice ink pen, you know, that when you write with it, you know I'm writing the vision down. I'm making it happen. I'm signing a check because this check is going toward something that I need to make uh, to make my dreams come true for my uh, for my life. Okay. Then what you focus on determines your energy. You know, um, you don't want your energy exerted and exhausted somewhere that's not uh, what you're on what you're not supposed to be doing. Something that's not your goal and vision for this year. We know already that we're not going to take 100% of our energy and put it just into our business, 100% of our energy just into our families, 100% of our energy just into um, our assignments, you know, that God has given us, we know that we're going to go eat lunch with somebody, so we're going to have energy in a, a lunch conversation. We're going to go uh, to do special activities, movies, uh, uh, festivals, uh, you know, a walk in the park, you know, all those things. So we know that there's a percentage of our energy that will be allocated to relaxation, enjoying our lives, enjoying our families, our friends, our loved ones. We know that. But there is a particular a particular segment of your energy that needs to be focused on your vision, your assignment, your goals for this year, okay? And so those are the two nuggets that I want, you know, what you what you focus on, you're going to master. So your focus determines your mastery. If you're going to be in business, master that. If you're going to be a life coach, master that. If you're going to be a teacher, master that. If you Whatever it is, if you're going to be a songstress, master that. You know, become a master at it. You know, become good at what you do. so make sure you focus on mastering what, uh, whatever it is that you' are assigned to do um, this year. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about clarity, confidence, beliefs and persistence on how and the power of your focus. and I'm going to give you a couple of keys that help you to protect your focus and to stay focused. So let's take a short break. We'll be right back after this short break. Welcome back to the Ginger London Ministry Show. This is the Gotta Get My Guest Self Together, shows three and four, and it's on the power of focus. Welcome back to the second half of the show. So we've already talked um, for the first part, for uh, show three, I would call it, we've already talked about just focus in general and the power uh, of your focus and the power that can be behind your focus and what happens when you don't have power behind your focus. You can become distracted. And so I'm going to give you Uh, Again, the definition of focus. Again, I love this definition. Um, And so before we get started on the second half, I'm going to reiterate this definition again. It's the ability to stay on track with the plan of God for your life, staying consistently faithful, functioning according to purpose, and without being distracted. I love that definition for focus. And I want you, you know, you can write it down. In your notes, type it out. Put it on your refrigerator. Put it somewhere. If you're at work on a job, put it in your cubicle or on your desk somewhere. Post it somewhere, you know, um, so that you can remember um, the def- that particular definition of focus. And so, when we left before, when we where we left off before the uh, break, when we talked about um, uh, focus ha- happens in your mind. And so we're going to talk a little bit about um, how to get your mindset right to, so that you can have some power behind your focus or so the power of your focus has to do with your mindset, has to do with what's going on in your mind. And so when we talk about mindset, it's necessary to, um, uh, uh, to take on uh, clear thinking, confidence, positive beliefs, and unshakable persistence if you're going to focus, if there's going to be power. Uh, In your focusing this year, you're going to have to develop the mindset that takes on clear thinking, confidence, positive belief, and unshakable persistence. And you can attain these qualities by focusing on these qualities and then taking these qualities and focusing them on what your assignment is for this year. So we talk about clear thinking, we're talking about clarity. You know, uh, a lot of times people don't function to their greatest uh, level is because they're thinking. They have some um, erroneous thoughts, some distorted thoughts. Their belief system is off. They don't have clarity in their thinking. Their thinking is not clear, and so they don't have it. So, you know, when you uh, want to focus, you don't want unclear uh, um, thinking because your focus will be off target. You know, most people don't have a picture about what they, want in their, what they want their life to be. They have their goals in their minds, but they don't have a clear picture. They can't clearly uh, visualize what it is, you know. And if you um, uh, are like me, sometimes you may need to t- set aside some time for meditation because meditation helps you to visualize in the spiritual realm. You actually can see what it is that you want, to, what you want uh, in your life in ministry, in business, you know, in your family. You know, it, it brings clarity. So you have, to be, you have to be clear about the changes you want to make in your life. You have to focus on one area at a time. If it's business, you focus on business. If it's family, you focus on your family health, your relationships, and any other area. And so a part of your goal setting this year um, uh, as you at the top of the year could be uh, for the month of February, I'm going to focus on family. That's Love Month and my relationships. So my, when you set your goals at a, at, uh, for this year, um, target February and say February I'm going to start. I'm going to have some goals to strengthen the relationships in my life, to make my family life better, to make uh, to have healthier uh, relationships. So focus that month of February. For family. That's just an example. You know, you may choose January to focus on health and to focus on actually writing out your goals for the rest of the year. You know, so you want to focus on one area at a time. You know, Um, and that's not When I say focus one area at a time, I don't mean, like, just dragging it out and procrastinating until you get to the end of a month. I mean, actually put some action steps to it, you know. And for some people, you'll be focusing on more than one area at a time. But I will tell you, don't overwhelm yourself. Don't bombard yourself with five and six areas in one at a time, you know, during the course of one month. You're going to get burned out. So if you know you have seven areas you want to work on this year, uh, break them out into quarters. You know, for the first quarter, you know, I'm going to work on uh, the first two or three uh, areas. The second quarter, I'm going to focus on the next three. And then in the, uh, the next quarter, I'm going to focus on these two. And then in the last quarter, I'm going to focus on these. You know, so strategically map out how you want to work, what the areas of your life that you want to work on, and when you want to work on them. So work on them one at a time. Prioritize it. The items in order, so that uh, uh, in order of how you want to make the changes, prioritize them. So if, fam- if family is very important to you, put that at the top of the list, and you may want to you work on family first. Okay, so prioritize the items that you want to work on. You know, so um, like here's an example. Um, uh, you want to start uh, reserving some time each day to uh, do nothing but think. You know, you again, like I said, you want to increase your knowledge or you want to process. Uh, or work on processing or resolving uh, some of your thoughts that you're having, you know. Then you might see your, you might see yourself, um, let's say, um, uh, you make this goal and you say, oh, well, you know, wait a minute, I don't really need to do that. You know, that's kind of frivolous, you know, because, you know, we're all so busy and I really don't have time to just say, you know, my goal is to set aside time to think. You know, you may not uh, be able to, you may think that you might not be able to do that. But if your thinking led you to positive changes in your life, then that would not be wasted time. So if you want to make positive changes, you may want to set aside time to just think. You know, it doesn't have to be a long period of time. Now, here's an example or or a comparison. Most of us spend a lot of time time watching television. Now, how is it that we could spend hours watching television, but find it frivolous to spend An hour just thinking, getting a notepad out and just thinking and writing down what comes to mind or thinking and going into the resources of your mind to find and locate where those negative thoughts are. If you want to make changes in your life, it's never a wasted time to set aside time to think about anything, to think about it. You need clarity. And one way to get clarity is actually set aside time to think, clear your mind, you know, uh, and and I don't mean just uh, say, okay, I'm, you know, I'm just going to sit here and think for a minute and you just meditate, you know, just kind of like sitting there meditating, nothing's going on. No, I want you to give purposeful, uh, I want it to be a purposeful goal if you're going to think. You know, I want you to let those thoughts come to mind. I want you to think about what, what do I think about what I'm doing? You know, what do I really think about my life? What do I think about being an entrepreneur? What, am I, what do I really think about change? You know, uh, do I really think I need to change? Do I think that I need to set goals? What do I really think about all of this that I'm about getting myself together? What do I really think about this? So set aside some time to really think. It's never wasted waste of time when you're actually thinking about it. And then confidence. So the first area of your focus when you think about Clearing your mind, getting your mind right for focus is clarity. That's number one. That's the one I just went over. Number one is clarity. And number two is confidence. And I'm going to talk to you throughout this entire challenge about confidence. I really love that scripture in Philippians 1.6. Being confident of this, he that began a good work in you will perform it. And some translations say complete it until the day of Christ. You will have to be confident the rest of your life. So if God gave you an assignment, you must have confidence in God and confidence in the assignment. And so you will have to have confidence. You have to have confidence in yourself to make decisions and to keep taking actions towards your goals. You must believe that you're capable of doing it. You will need confidence to make the decisions and you will need confidence to take the action steps needed toward uh, achieving your goals. One of the best ways to increase your self-confidence is to pay attention to your self-talk and to pay attention to your thought life. That's why I put clarity as number one. you got to get clear in your thinking. you got to be clear. You have to pay attention to your self-talk. What are you saying to yourself? Because what you say to yourself, is, you're saying the wrong things. It can diminish your confidence. What are you saying to yourself? What's your self-talk like? You know, all of us have negative thoughts at times, you know, but what Make some of us survivors over those negative thoughts is that we have mastered how to get rid of those negative thoughts. We've matured in, in our thought life so we know how to cast down vain imaginations and every thought that tries to exalt itself above the knowledge of God. What, is God's, what, is, what does God's knowledge say about who you are? And so once you come into agreement with that, you are not allowed any thought to exalt itself above. What God says about you, the knowledge of God about you, and the knowledge of God about God. All right. So you'll have to uh, look at what your self-talk is. What your self-talk is. You have to replace that negative thought with positive statements. We call them um, uh, um, faith confessions, affirmations, whatever is appropriate for you. I like to use faith confessions because I put the word in it in my faith confession and I put them in my affirmation so you have to find scriptures that will counteract and go against diminish nullify void out those negative self-thought talks or uh, thoughts that have been going on in your mind you have to deliberately remember um, your successes instead of your failures you have to deliberately remember that so when negative thoughts come up remind yourself that if you succeeded at one goal, remind yourself, wait a minute, I succeeded at that goal. If I can succeed at that, uh, that goal, I can make sure, I know I can make this goal happen. Mm-hmm. You must convince yourself that you can do what it is that you want to do and whatever changes need to occur in your life for this year, those changes can occur in your life this year. So you must be able to convince yourself of that. All right, remind yourself that there are no failures, just learning experiences. There are no failures. If you if you see yourself as a failure, that's the mindset you're going to have, and you will not um, accomplish anything or you will accomplish very little. So remind yourself there are no failures, just learning experiences. And focus on ways that you can not only do something for yourself, but focus on ways that you can help others. And when you find ways that you can help other people, you will build your confidence. I guarantee you that one. Your confidence level will, will rise every time you help someone else because you will begin to realize what is on the inside of you and what you really are capable of doing. So number one, with the, the, uh, um, when you want to get focused, number one is clarity. Make sure you get the, your thoughts are clear. Number two, confidence and number three beliefs and we talked about beliefs on another show so we'll just i'll talk a little bit about it your beliefs control all of your decisions all of them they affect how you think how you feel and they dictate what you will and won't do period so since your beliefs affect your behavior it's important that they are valid your belief system affects everything that you do everything that you do your beliefs about yourself determine your self-image uh, your beliefs about um, uh, yourself will determine what you think about yourself, and that's a powerful concept. It's your self-image. You will not focus your power. Your your focus will not have power behind it for this year if you have the wrong thoughts about yourself. This year, you can decide uh, what to believe about yourself. That's your decision. It goes back to, am I going to believe what the word of God says about me? Or am I going to believe what those ugly, those ugly things that people uh, said about me, those insults they hurled at me? Am I going to believe that negative thought that when I was growing up, somebody told me, you'll never be nothing. You're nothing. You make me sick. So are those the things that you're going to believe about yourself? Or are you going to believe what God says? You're more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. But thanks be to God that you have victory through Christ. Are you going to believe that, you're, that you can be confident? of the good work that's on the inside of you. Are you going to believe that? Because if you choose to believe that, then you will have some power behind your focus. If you believe the negative, you will not have power behind your focus, period. So you have to choose what you're going to believe, and you have the ability to choose beliefs about yourself that support a positive self-concept and that support a positive uh, um, uh, self-image, if you will, and that... uh, uh, so you have to question your negative beliefs and you have to begin to replace them with godly beliefs if you have negative beliefs some people don't they have the right godly beliefs and they're ready to go you've just been procrastinating and you've lost focus by being distracted by other things other than uh, but your belief system but remember now your belief controls all your decisions so even when you decide to procrastinate that's a belief there's something going on there so if you, if you well let me say this if you procrastinate too long some of us procrastinate because we've got some other stuff we want to do. So we, the things that we should be doing, we want to do those exciting things, if you will, uh, before we do what we should have done. And so everybody is not um, – belief system isn't started because they're procrastinating. Sometimes they have not focused their focus, you know, So and they've lost power behind some of their focus in that area. So you have to remember that you have the ability to change your beliefs, all right? And so – Quickly, one of the ways that you can change, a couple of ways to change your negative beliefs is identify it. You have to go in there and identify what that self-destructive belief is. All right. Then link it to the pain, link that link pain to the belief so that you want to remove, want to get removed. Every time I think about this, I feel this pain. I don't want to feel this pain anymore. So that so when you can identify what that. Um, Negative belief is, and then connect it to the pain, because sometimes we know it's there, but we kind of separate the two. So link it to something, because if it's a negative belief, it's causing some type of pain in your life, okay, and we want to be able to remove it. And then replace it with a godly belief and the joy of the Lord. You replace it with a godly belief, you will experience the joy of God. There's a scripture in Isaiah that says he will keep you in perfect peace if you keep his, if your mind is stayed on him. You want to experience God's joy? And then in Nehemiah, there's a scripture that said the joy of the Lord is my strength. So that's what you want. You want to replace it with a godly belief and the joy of the Lord to be your strength. All right? And so that's number three. And then um, number four, the the fourth area that you want to focus on or that you want to develop in your mind. I should say I keep saying it incorrectly. You want to the four areas you want to focus your mindset on so that you can have power behind your focus. Number four is persistence. Okay, I'm talking to myself right now while I'm talking to you on this one. Persistence. Persistence is a state of mind which can be learned and cultivated. All right. And a lack of it. Is a major cause of a lot of failures in people, failure in people's lives. So if you lack persistence, you can, you can enhance it by focusing on the factors that I'm going to give you. And um, I've found this uh, to be very helpful for me, and I'm sharing it with you so that you can become persistent. That's one of the goals, uh, one of my goals for this year, for this new year, is to be more persistent, in what I'm supposed to be doing or what I'm called to do. And I believe in my heart that if I become more persistent in this, I will not be as bored. I will not become easily bored as I have been in the past. You know, I'm one of those highly creative kind of juices flowing kind of thing. And if I don't have an outlet to release that creativity or the the ideas that I come up with, I become bored because everything that God gives to me is not for me to do. So I have to find outlets to release that creativity and those ideas that I have. So let me give you a couple of um, um, strategies on persistence to help you stay persistent, all right? Um, It's to have a definite purpose, and I'm going to keep saying that throughout the challenge. Know your purpose. Know your God assignment. Know your life's purpose. If you haven't figured that out, let that be the first goal of this year to discover your life's purpose or your assignment for this year. Put everything else aside until you know with clarity what your life purpose is. Don't guess at it. Don't jump around it and jump around this, 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 and this. No, with clarity, you need, you need to be able to clearly state what your life's purpose is. So if you're not sure, consecrate yourself, get on your face before God, and use instruments and uh, t- tools that are available out there to discover that. Get into the Word, uh, and you could, you, you'll know it. Before the first, before the first part of this year is out, if you sincerely seek it, you'll know it. The word of God says if you draw not to him, he'll draw not to you. If you seek him, he will diligently reward you. Your reward right now is to find out what your life's purpose is. He'll give it to you. If any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives it liberally and it not means he will not embarrass you. That's James 1 and 5. So if you're not sure, ask God. But you want a definite purpose. Know what you want, and then then you can overcome many obstacles. Know what you want, know what you're supposed to be doing. A lot of times you struggle because you don't know what you're supposed to be doing. All right? Then have a strong desire for that purpose. Want some power behind your focus? Have a strong desire. Intense your desire. You know, um, bring intensity to your desire because intense desire will go a long way to help you achieve your goals. So you need a strong desire uh, in your life. Then you need um, independence. And what I mean by that is you need a strong belief in yourself and your goals will keep you moving toward them. You have strong beliefs in yourself and your goals and that strong belief will help you keep moving towards your goals. You need to be independent. What I mean by that is don't let somebody else define you and tell you who you are. Because when they define you, you don't have a strong belief in yourself. You don't have a strong belief in your goals because you're listening to someone else tell you who you are. You have to become independent from people and connected to God. So you'll know who you are without a doubt. And the, the beliefs that you have about yourself will be strong enough to to sustain uh, you in what God has called you to do. All right. And then number four, clear goals. You need clear goals. You know, when you talk about persistent, you need clear goals. If your goals are not clear, you don't know what it is that you're supposed to be pursuing. How are you going to be persistent towards something and you don't know where it is you're going or what you're supposed to be persistent about? So you need clear goals. Okay. And we talked about that on the first show. You need clear goals. And then you need sufficient knowledge. You have to have sufficient knowledge. As a man, thinketh in his heart, so is he. As a man thinketh, so is he. Your mind cannot be empty and you think you're gonna go somewhere. So you have to have sufficient knowledge. You need sufficient sufficient knowledge. If God says you're gonna be a business owner, you will not automatically become a business owner. You must increase your knowledge. You must learn about your products, your or your services or whatever type of business you're going to start, you must learn about it. So you need sufficient knowledge. You need a thorough understanding of what's entailed in your in your project. Um, you know, you have to have that. That project, whatever it is, is a goal. If it's a not a goal, but if it's a business, a ministry, a career opportunity that you're doing, you need sufficient knowledge. The Word of God says that wisdom is the principal thing. And with all of your getting... Get an understanding. You need an understanding. You will not be able to change anything this year without a without a clear understanding. You need sufficient knowledge. I'm going to encourage you every chance I get to increase your knowledge. People who you are uh maybe a following who you admire, who you think are doing great things or who are doing great things. They're not doing it on a from an empty head. They're doing it from a place of knowledge. They read, they study, they watch videos, they watch DVDs. They do what they need to do to increase their learning so they will have the knowledge and the know-how to do what it is that they want to do so that they can experience the success that they want to experience. So for persistence, I'm going to go over them right quickly. We have just a few minutes left. Uh, When it comes to the power of focus, there are four areas that you want to get your mindset uh, right in, and they are, number one, clarity, number two, confidence, number three, belief, and number four, persistence. And I'm focusing on persistence a lot because this is where you, you know, pushing yourself to do something so persistence you want to make sure you have a definite purpose you want to make sure you have number two a strong desire number three independence meaning independence from what others think about you number four clear goals and number five sufficient knowledge you want to make sure that you have that so I'm going to give you um, three keys that will help you protect your focus before we close so I'm going to be talking kind of fast so uh, be sure to write them down quickly, or you can listen to the replay. So just if you can't write that fast, just listen. Um, number one, recognize that, recognize that broken focus will destroy your dreams. That's why you need power behind your focus, because broken focus will destroy your dreams. Distraction from your assignment will create an unending parade of tragedies and disasters in your life. Number two, take personal responsibility. You're responsible for whatever it is you're supposed to be doing, what you're supposed to do this year, your goals, your dreams, your aspirations. You are responsible for them. So take personal responsibility. Be the gatekeeper of your eyes, your ears, and your heart. Nobody else can fully protect it like you can. So be the gatekeeper of your eyes, your ears, and your heart. All right? And then starve wrong with friendships. If you've got the wrong people in your life, start them. Go on a fast from them. They don't need to be in the way right now. You need people in your life who you connect to, who can um, uh, actually uh, help you to get to where you want to go. If you're in, the, if you're taking the Facebook challenge, if you go out there this morning, I put, I put a post out this this morning on the power of partnerships. You've got to be connected to the right people. So I want to encourage you. I want to thank you for joining me on today. This is Minister Ginger London. Um, with, this is the third and fourth shows of the "Got to Get Myself Together" uh, radio series challenge. And on today, we talked about for two episodes um, the uh, power of focus. So. I want to encourage you. Be blessed on today and make sure that you stay focused. God bless you.